Okay, good morning. So today we're actually going to pick up, uh, there were so many topics that we discussed last week that we didn't get to finish, so we're not going to do much Gemara today, but we are going to speak about three very important topics. The first one and the biggest one is about Hallel and the Minog in general. When do we make a bracha on the Minog? When do we not make a bracha on the Minog? We discussed last week uh, on Yudalad Amad Aleph, we discussed about Halal. We discussed that between the Prakim, do you respond to someone when you're in the middle of Kriyashma in between the paragraphs or in a paragraph versus when you're in between paragraphs? And then we said maybe it's like Halal and, and Megillah. How does that compare to, to uh, Kriyashma? And we discussed there, it said that Yomim Amarava, uh, so Rab Amarava, Rabbi says this is when you're down off. I'm just going to read outside the Gemara. Yomim Shayachid Gorma Behen, it's a Halal. Days were the where the individual completes the halal, that's referring to a halal shalim, the full halal. We said there's our 18 days a year plus the Seder night, 19 days a year. And whether it also compares whether you in the middle of a parak or between prakim. And then we said also there are those days that yomim she'ena yachid gomim is a halal. There are those days that we do not complete the halal. Those are the days on Rosh Chodesh where it's a chatzi halal, right? Or the last six days of Pesach. That's a little more makil. Even in the middle of a paragraph, you can actually respond. To, uh, to someone's greetings. So I wanted to just discuss about that. It's a very, very big topic. This is the topic of conversation in Tosfos on Yudal and Amun Aleph in the very, very long Tosfos on the, on the top. Yomim Shayachid Gomer Behen It's a whole, almost a whole page Tosfos. And it's definitely worth while investigating when do we say we make a brach on the Minog? When do we say we don't make a brach on the Minog? So Tosfos actually goes here and says, on days where we do not complete Hallel, which again refers to Rosh Chodesh and refers to the last six days of Pesach, the morning, we do not, the Machzor Vitri says we do not make a bracha, it is only a minhag, okay? And he says that um, it's similar to the Gemara in Sukkah. So let's backtrack a second. There are three classic um, areas in Shas where we discuss the concept of minhag. Number one is Sukkah and Daf Memdalad, Chavite Darabas. So Hashanah Rabbah, we take the five, the kids are really enjoy this, right? They smack it way, way more than five times until the Chumrah has been to get every leaf off, off, off each five of the, uh, of the five branches. You're not Yotzi the Mitzvah until every single leaf is somewhere within a 10-foot radius of your seat. But in any event, um, so that is the first, um, one of the first uh, sources that the Gemara discusses, one of the main sources, I should say, Sukkah Daf Memdalad. Everyone agrees you do not make a brach on Chavite Daravos, on smacking the Rav Hashanah Rabbah came around because in the time of the Mizbech, the time of the Mikdash, they would walk around with seven times of the Mizbech holding it. So today we could do seven akafos and then we smack it. The second source is in Tiny Stuff Chavches that discusses there about saying Hallel on Rosh Chodesh. And uh, Hallel on Rosh Chodesh is also considered a Minog because it's not a full Hallel. And, evident, and the question there is do you make a brach on a Chatzi Hallel? We'll get to that in a second. And the third classic example is in Beit Zadav Dalid which talks about why do we go ahead and observe a second day of Yontif today? Again, during the times of the Beis HaMikdash, how, they, how are they Mekadosh the Chodesh? Through Edim. And what happened, what would happen is that if you lived really, really far away, let's say you lived outside of Eretz Yisrael, and Edim come and say today is, right, the month is either 29 or 30 days, right? It's not, we're 11 days shorter than the solar year. The lunar year is 354 days, the solar year is 365 days. So each month is either a chaser, 29 days, or a male, it's mubar, it's pregnant, with 30 days. So how would they go ahead and tell whether it was a 29 or 30 day month based on Kiddush HaChodesh, Shariah HaChodesh, which we observe now as the fourth mitzvah 
in the Minyan HaMitzvah, the fourth mitzvah given to Bnei Israel, the first as a nation, and we have the mitzvah of Kish HaChodesh. So the Edim would come and they would tell Bezdin, we saw, and they would be interrogated to make sure, seven different questions, to make sure what position was it, so on and so forth. And if it was valid, they would send out messengers. The problem is, messengers could not reach everywhere within time. If Yom Kippur was the 10th of Tishrei, and it took two weeks, again, we didn't have uh, Ubers then, we didn't have cars, we didn't have drones, we didn't have phones. So the way to get there was by traveling, by, by donkey. So if you couldn't tell the people in Bavel that in Yerushalayim, when, when um, um, Kiddush HaChodesh, when Rosh Chodesh was, they would have no way of knowing. Now they know it's either one or two days. Either the month was 29, and day 30 was, was Rosh Chodesh, or if it was a 30-day month, day 30, and day one of the next month was Rosh Chodesh. So all they could have been off is one day. But since we, they didn't know which day would be Rosh Chodesh, and God forbid you'd wind up eating, let's say, chametz on, on, on Pesach, when, it's, when they don't think it's Pesach, but it really is Pesach, to be sure, we observe two days in Yom Tov, in Chutz Laaretz. That's the, that's the way it happened. But the Gemara says, but today, since Hillel II established the calendar until the year 6000, we know exactly when Rosh Chodesh is. So why are we observing two days in Chutz Laaretz? The Gemara says, in Beit Zedaf Minog it's a minog, and therefore it's a minog we continue to keep today. If you're going to Eretz Yisrael for three Yom Tov row, you have a property there, ask your local Rav. But we hold, even if you go to Eretz Yisrael, one should really hold two days of, if you're visiting, hold two days of Yom Tif, even there. Certainly here we all hold two days of Yom Tif. So those are the three classic, um, now the minhagim in Shas. Now there are plenty of other minhagim, whether you eat brox or don't eat brox, that's not related to brachos or not, that's not a... A minag that, that's a part of a mitzvah. Yes. That, those are other minag. Yeah, chumras, minhagim, those are other things that we do. Kitneos, no kitneos, so on and so forth. So now, again, so the chaviti daravos, hitting daravos, everyone agrees you don't make a bracha. By Yom Tov Shein Shagalios, everyone agrees we make a bracha. Because on the second night of Pesach, we just had, or Shavuot, we, we, we make alachilas matzah. Don't we make tkiya shofar on the second day of Rosh Well, Rosh Hashanah is not a good example, because it's two days anyway. But, right. but isn't... Uh, on the second night of, of, uh, of Pesach, we say, Allah matzah. So everyone agrees you make a bracha on the Yom Tov Shein Shagadios. Shechianu Kiddush, good. So Kiddush might be a little different. We'll get to that in a second. So Kiddush, we don't say the word Vitzivanu. So that, that's the difference. We'll toast those comments on that. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, so the question is really by Chatzi Hala. So let's, let's see how this works. So in our Tosfos here, brings the one of the Yabali, Tosfos Machsar Vitri says, you do not make a bracha on the Chatzi Hala. We don't pass like that. We happen, to, by the way, we make a bracha even on Chatzi Hala. We make Rosh, on Rosh Chodesh, or the last six days of Pesach, we do in fact make a bracha. But be that as it may, one opinion here of Tosos is that you do not make a bracha on a Chatzi Hala. Rabbeinu Tam has issue with that. And Rabbeinu Tam says you certainly do make a bracha on Chatzi Hala. And he says the difference is, we're not in the Gemara right now, Ron, we're just not doing the Tosos on Daf Yudalit. We're just doing it outside. Yudalit and Aleph. So he says that you can't compare the case of Arava. Arava is just taking something and hitting it. But Hallel is, the structure is really one of a mitzvah. We give, we give Shavach and, and to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's really part of a mitzvah. So it's interesting, by the way. So here's where we're going we're gonna to start with. Listen to what the Rambam says. The Rambam says, he says, minog. The Rambam says in Hilchos Brachos, the last parak, anything that is a minog, even it's a minog neviim, like Natila Sarava on the seventh day of Sukkot, and similarly says any minog like Kriya Sahalam Rosh Chodesh, one does not say Ein Mivarch Malav. The Rambam is pretty emphatic. One does not make a bracha on Chatzi Halal on Rosh Chodesh. Now we don't pass like the Rambam, 
But yet the Rambam says, on a minag, you do not make a bracha. Now, what's interesting, Tosvos in Sukkah says, on that Gemara by the Aravos, when we smack the Aravos, really you do make, we, he says you do make a bracha, normally, on, like Rabbeinu Tam says here, you do make a bracha on Chatzih So why don't you make a bracha on Aravos? He says, because Chavite Daravos, Chavite Daravos, you can't say Vitzivanu. How can you say Vitzivanu, we were commanded? What does a minog inherently mean? A minog is something that we take upon ourselves. We're not commanded to take the Aravos. It's a minog. It's a nice chumrah to put on yourself. But no one, you can't say the words Vitzivanu. Tosfo says, <clears throat> if you can't say Vitzivanu by Chavite Daravos, then how does we go ahead and say Vitzivanu on Yom Tov Sheni Shagolios? That's a problem, right? Tosa says we don't really say Vitzivanu, we'll just make Kiddush. In Kiddush it doesn't have the word Vitzivanu, right? It doesn't say Vitzivanu in Kiddush. We're not commanded to make Kiddush on Yom Tov Sheni Shagolios. So Tosa says it's never a problem because on Yom Tov Sheni Shagolios you're making a bracha, but you're not saying Vitzivanu. The obvious question is, we just gave examples where you are saying Vitzivanu. Again, Shechianu is not Vitzivanu. It's not Vitzivanu. So, by Achilles Matzah, we are saying Vitzivanu. So this is the question of the Ran. So the, that's why the Ran says that holding the second day of Yantiv is not so much a minak, it's more of a takana. But we still really have to address this problem of how can we say Vitzivanu on a Yontov Sheni Shagalios, let's say Al Achilles Matzah, Vitzivanu Al Achilles Maror, on the second night, if Minatora, Lel say there's only one night, and the second day of Yantiv is only Yontov Sheni Shagalios. So for this, we have to, the, the brisker Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Elvel, known as the Grizz, gives the following insight, and you have to have a little bit of a background for this. The Rambam said, you do not make a bracha on Minhagim. We just read that, Ayah, right? Yes. Right? Anything you don't, you do not make a bracha on, including, he said, uh, um, uh, the Ha'aravos and, and, and Halam Rosh in the last days of Pesach. The Gemoran Shabbos, Tavchaf Gimel, talks about Halakas Neros on Chanukah, and it says, how can we make a bracha vitzivanu on Neros Chanukah? Chanukah is, after all, rabbinic in nature, right? Chanukah is not found in the Torah. When we say, Alachilas Matzah vitzivanu, who commanded us? HaKadosh Baruch who commanded us. We say vitzivanu al-Ki HaShofar, who commanded us? Who, who commanded us? HaKadosh Baruch Good. Gemara says, what about Chanukah? Chanukah was not mandated by Hashem. It's a rabbinic institution. The whole concept of Hanukkah and Purim are only Yom Tov and Midrabanan. So when we go ahead and say by Halal, uh, by, by Megillah, Vitzivanu, or by, by Neros Hanukkah, Vitzivanu, who's Vitzivanu? So you know what the Gemara says? We learn out, it is from Hashem, from the Pasuk of Lo Sasser. We have a Pasuk, Lo Sasser min Adover, Shiagidu small. We are not allowed to deviate from what the Chachamim tell us to do. So every, this is the famous Rambam, every time you're fulfilling a mitzvah to Rabbanon, you're actually fulfilling a mitzvah of Minat Torah, because the Pasuk says, Lo sasr, do not deviate, Minat small. You cannot deviate, you cannot ignore and veer off the path from what the Chachamim tell you. So every time the Chachamim tell you to do a mitzvah of the Rabbanon, in truth, says the Rambam, you're also fulfilling a mitzvah of Minat Torah. So the source for all mitzvahs the Rabbanon that we can say vitzivanu, that we were commanded, that's the same word we use for mitzvahs Minat Torah, Right, tefillin, tzitzis, all, all the mitzvahs that we say, vitzivanu, when talking about Hashem, we can also now expand to mitzvahs the Rabbanan, as the Gemara and Shabbos, Tafchav Kimmel says, because for the Pasuk of Los Sasser, it applies to Neiros Chanukah, 
And how do we, can we say, Vitzivonu Milo Sasar? But then the Please. question comes in, when do you say it, when do you not say it? I'm saying, when are there some brachos you don't say bitzivanu and some you do? So and give me an example of something that you don't. Shechianu. So Shechianu is not a berch, yeah, it's a right. mitzvah. So, so it's a berch, it's a mitzvah. Okay, let me it's get a good, back that's, to a good, that's a good question. So we have to determine between a berch, a mitzvah, and a shavach vodah, but keep going. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with some and get Please, no, 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 this is good. <laughs> this is good discussion. But vitzivanu normally we're commanded to do an action. Right. So that's a berchas mitzvah, as opposed to a berchas shevach um, v'adah We're thinking the Gemara says in Erevin, any mitzvah, either simcha or any mitzvah asi mizman lizman, any mitzvah that comes from time, time to time, you're thanking Hashem for allowing me. When we go ahead and we make a new fruit, you're thanking Hashem. I, I live through a new season, another season, another a harvest or, or, or blooming season. That's why I make the brach shechianu. In any event. Eating? eating is a berchas anenin. We'll get to that in Taflam and hey, it's not a berchas mitzvah. Kiddush is a berchas mitzvah, but eating is a berchas anenin. But there's an action. But... Right, but it's not a mitzvah to eat. It, we eat so we can live, but you're not manda- you're not obligated to eat. Um, in any event. So what's the bracha on kiddush? So there's no vitzivano on kiddush, but there still is a berchas mitzvah, but there's no vitzivano. It's a separate. We'll, we'll, we're going to discuss kiddush. We're going to get, discuss all these things, and Gemara Daf Chavzayin discusses a very, very famous, we'll get to that, Gemara, we have to be a little, there's five, right. no, no, these are great questions, great topics, Brachos has everything in it, we just have to pace ourselves, otherwise, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to everything today, but Kiddush is a great question, we'll get to Friday, Davening, and Kiddush, there's a whole Gemara there that Rav made Kiddush before Shabbos, how it impacts, how can you make it before Shabbos, if it's not Shabbos yet, did you want to ask something? I would oh. Say, I would say the second night of Pesach yeah. is a Excellent, but we don't. We don't it's not considered it's a suffolk anymore today. You're right. In those times, it was a suffolk. We weren't sure, but today we have. We know for sure. Well, again, but that's not a suffolk thing, right? You show me you bought a base on mikdash, right? Maybe the base mikdash were built, and those are certain things, but not necessarily for for this. But today we know for sure what's a mole, what's a chasa, what's a full month, what's what's a not a full month. So getting back to this, so the Rambam, again, the Rambam said. That you do not make a you, you do not make a bracha on halal and arava on most on most uh, minhagim you do not on half halals thank you you do not make a bracha. Here's the problem: the gemara we just said gives the 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 reason why we can make a vitzivanu on a mitzvah dirabanon is because the chachamim commanded it and we have an obligation. Here's the Rambam's problem: the Rambam in Hilchos Mamrim says as follows. He says, That Pasuk not only obligates us in, in uh, Takanas Midrabanan, it says, And, and, Minhagos. The Rambam says, even a Minhag stems from that Pasuk. So if a Minhag stems from that Pasuk, why should the Rambam differentiate between making a bracha on the Rabbanon and making a bracha on a minhag? Again, the Rambam says you do not make brachos on minhagim, such as Halal and Rosh Chodesh, last six days of Pesach, and on Arava. Tosfo said in Sukkah, the reason you can't, you don't, you don't make a bracha on certain things because you can't say vitzivanu. The Rambam now says, based on the Gemara, because again, Minag, we're not commanded to do it. You're asked to do it. We're, we're commanded to go ahead and to light Shabbos candles, which is Mitzvah the Rabbanon, for the women. To go ahead and to um, uh, lay in Megillah. These are the Rabbanons. So the Pasuk says, Losos, you're obligated. 
So that would be great if the Rambam said, look, a minog is not from Losasur, therefore you don't make a bracha. But the Rambam is the one opinion who says that minog is included in Losasur. So if Losasur comes to include all the aspects of the Rabbanon, even a minog, why does the Rambam differentiate between making a bracha on, uh, on, min, on minhagim? It should be included just like a takana. Mm-hmm. Everyone understand the question? Yes? He's right. If you're going to say, again, what is the, the teeth behind making a bracha vitzivanu on a mitzvah de Rabbanon? When Hashem commands us to do a mitzvah, we say vitzivanu, it's obvious, we understand. Vitzivanu means we were commanded. So when we say vitzivanu by matzah, by shofar, by tefillin, we're talking about the big man upstairs commanded us. The Gemara in Shabbos, Tavchav Gimel, says we also say vitzivanu even by rabbinic mitzvahs, lighting candles on Hanukkah. Hanukkah is one institution of Hanukkah's Drabbanon. Certainly, lighting Hanukkah candles on Drabbanon. And yet we say vitzivanu. The Gemara says, where is the source? What gives us the right to say vitzivanu by Drabbanon? <coughs> so the Gemara says, based on the Pasuk of Los Sasser. Los Sasser, the, the, the Torah, ooh, the Torah gave... <coughs> the power to the Chachamim to institute the Rabbanon with the teeth of the Torah, with the power of the Torah behind it. The Torah mandates we have to listen to the Chachamim. Do not deviate from what the Chachamim tell you. That means whatever the Chachamim tell you, who's in their corner? The Torah. Okay. So that's for the Rabbanon. So we could easily say that, and now the Rambam said, you do not make a bracha on a minhag. But the Rambam is the one person that says that Losasur comes to include even Minhagim. So if Minhagim are included in this general umbrella of Losasur from that Pasuk, and even when we have a Minhag and has the strength of a Drabanan, why does he differentiate between, he says, you don't make a Bracha Minhagim. So this is not my question, this is a question of the, the Briskarov, and he answers as follows. He says something absolutely amazing. He says there are different types of Minhagim. There are those Minhagim that stem from a mitzvah, get their power, their tifkite from a mitzvah, and there are those that do not. Let's take example. What is the actual, is eating matzah a mitzvah normally? Yes. The, I'm talking about on Pesach. The act of eating, I said normally, you're 100% right. You're right. You're, you're 100% right. 346 days a year, it's not. So you're right. Let me, let me rephrase that. Is mit, no, eating matzah on, the first, on Pesach a mitzvah? Yes. On the first night. On the first night. Well, the other, it's a mitzvah, you're not obligated, but yes. But Okay? Now, if you go ahead and say that the second night is, is observed out of a yom, uh, minog, it, that's the mechaev. That's what's obligating you to do this act. But the act of eating matzah is still a mitzvah. Is smacking a revos ever a mitzvah? No. That was made up out of thin air, so to speak. It's not coming off. It's not an extension of a mitzvah. Says Rav, Rav, the Briska Rav, Rav, <coughs> Rav Salvechik, that if the mitzvah, there's two types of mitzvahs, the ones that are an ex, uh, minhagim, excuse me, one that's an extension of a mitzvah, and one that is completely made up, not from mitzvah, it's not derived from mitzvah at all. When you can make a bracha, when the act that you're doing is actually an extension, it's an offshoot of an existing mitzvah. But if the act has no credibility, so to speak, other than this minhag, it's not part of our normal ritual for mitzvahs, performance for mitzvahs, you don't make a bracha on that. That would explain the Rambam perfectly. Because halal, a half halal, is not considered a mitzvah at all. When we give a shevach to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's a complete, it's a complete package. This was created by the Chum to say half halal. Chavite Darevos, smacking Darevos, is also not a normal act that we do. It's not an extension of a mitzvah. 
Eating maror is a mitzvah. Eating matzah is a matzah. It's a mitzvah. Uh, eating matzah is a mitzvah. What is obligating us? The minag is obligating us for Yom Tov Sheni to observe Yontif. But once you're observing Yontif, the mitzvah comes back. The mitzvah is still there. So you're saying it's a minag because it's in the umbrella of Yom Tov Sheni. But the actual act that you're doing is one of a mitzvah. And for that, he says, the Rambam would say, you make a mitzvah. You make a bracha. So the Rambam would agree on Yom Tov Sheni Shagalios. Everyone agrees. We all make brachas on Yom Tov Sheni Shagalios. But that's very different than Halel or Arava, half a Halel, which is a creation of the Chachamim, or hitting the Aravos, which is also smacking the Aravos, is also a creation of the Chachamim. It's never a mitzvah to smack Chachamim if not for this minhag. Yeah. <laughs> smack Chachamim? <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> Um, smack, smack the Aravos. Um, any other questions? Yes. That's a bumper sticker. Hey, don't, don't, don't associate that with me. Yeah. So the bracha for Halel is, isn't it Nikra at Halel? So we don't pass like the Rambam. We say even for a Chatsi Halel, we make a bracha. Right. So, but even a full Halel, you're talking about. Why is that so with the Arisa for a full Halel, number one? Most opinions hold. Excellent, excellent. So, great question. So, most opinions hold that Halel is not Minatora. The, the Das Yachid, the Ramban, holds based on the Pasuk, Uskata Mechatsrosos, on, on the days of, of happiness, you have to blow the trumpets. We don't have trumpets today in the base there, so we say Halel in, in place. But the Ramban is the one opinion that holds that Halel is Minatora. Um, we hold that, we, we tend not to hold that, that Halel. The Rambam says that only one time a year is Minatora Halal, that is the night of the Seder, when you have to reenact, you're not commemorating something that happened in the past, we have to go ahead and actually act as if we led, and then the Siv says, that's why the night of the Halal, so many differences, normally we say it standing, night, night of the Seder, we say it sitting, normally women are exempt, women say it and they'll say there, normally we say it beginning to end, we don't st- stop, here we say two paragraphs, have a whole meal, Shulchan Aruch, and then we continue. Because the construct of Halal on the night of the Seder is not one of commemoration. It's a spontaneous outburst of Shira. There are no rules and regulations. When you thank Hashem for something amazing that happened, you're not conforming to a rigid rule, uh, rule book. It's spontaneous outburst. However you feel appropriate to say Shira, you say Shira. So that's why <clears throat> the rules of Halal on Seder night are completely different than any other day of the year. The other 18 days of the year that we say Halal Shalim. But the Ramban is the only one that says you say it. But we say Vitzivanu, even if the Rabbanon instituted it, being Losasar from Losasar, the Shabbos, Tav Chav Gimel, by Hanukkah, it gives them the power to go ahead and institute mitzvos. Is that why the Rishalmi brings down the Rabbi Yechman, uh, if you say Halal Bevesa Knesses, you come home, he says, just, you just drink, just drink a cup of wine. Taisvis brings down at the end. I'm not sure. You're talking about in art. Our yeah, oh, our Tosos, yes, that, that's correct. I thought you were talking about the Gemari yes, he brings it down at the very bottom. And Tosos, correct. Is that why? Because, it's, because he said the whole hollow. He said the whole hollow, and therefore what? He doesn't have to say the Haggadah when it comes to him. Oh, oh, that, I, I have to review that. I don't know. It's four lines from the bottom, right? I have to look at it again. I don't remember offhand. Good, I'll check afterwards. I'll go over that with you afterwards. Does okay. That, does everyone say hello on, the, on Pesach? At the Seder, a, no, in shul, shul, you have different minhagim. Not not everyone does. Yeah, but but at the Seder, everyone it's a does. But we say, we say little Seder. It's a mitzvah. It's something else. In shul, it's, a, it's something else. Some say, some don't. Talking about the hollow of the night of the Seder. It's part of the Seder. As part of the Seder, the third coast. Okay. Next. So that as far as minhag, when you make a bracha, when you don't make a bracha, 
everyone agrees that you do not make a bracha. Even if you hold, you normally make a bracha. Everyone agrees that when it comes to Arabas, you do not make a bracha. Tosa says that's just an act of, of shaking. It's not actually uh, actual mitzvah. Everyone agrees on Yontov Sheni Shagali. So you do make. The question is by Halel on Rosh Chodesh. That, it's a quasi, it's a minog. It's somewhat fashioned after mitzvah, it, uh, although it's not completely uh, a regular mitzvah. So the Rambam says we don't. Um, a lot of opinions say we do, and we pass an halacha that you do make a uh, you do make a bracha on on Chatsi Halal, and then we saw Rav Chaim Brisk, uh, Rav, uh, Rav the Briskarov had that distinction: different types of minhagim, whether it's patterned after a mitzvah, if the construct is one of a mitzvah, you wouldn't make a bracha according to the Rambam. Hence, you make a bracha on Yom Tov Shenzigolios on Matz and Mora, for example, but you were not on new creations. Okay. Why don't we say full out? Separate, because that was never instituted on Rosh Chodesh as part of the original mitzvah. We'll get to, we'll get to the institution of Halal another time as well. It's a whole other topic. Now, what about if someone, well, last week we spoke about if someone wants to taste food on a fast day. One question I did not ask. What happens if someone makes a bracha on a fast day and then reminds himself he's not allowed to eat? So you make a bracha, you see a juicy apple, you say, Bar Priya eats, and you're about to pick it up. You, oh my God, today is tiny sast and you forgot. What do you do now? You just made a bracha on the one hand, and then the other hand, you're not allowed to eat. A lot of different answers, like true Jews, good. So, so the answer is, according to the Shari Tshuva, you eat less than the Kazais. You eat a little bit. So you don't get full Hanah, but you don't make a bracha levatala. Keep in mind, a, a, saying Hashem's name for a bracha could be a bracha levatala, could be much as a Daraisa, as opposed to a we're not talking about Yom Kippur or, 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 or Tisha B'Av here, which is also the Rabbana, but much more Chamor. We're talking about, let's say, a regular fast day like a Sarbateves or Shavasar Batamas. So the Shara Chiva says, take a little bite, close to what uh, Sammy would get the, uh, if you bet a dollar, right? If you, you know, the price is right, you were the closest one. So you're right. You take, he said, just take a little bit. That's exactly what you do. You just take uh, less than a Kazai, so you, the bracha, you fulfill the bracha, but you didn't actually necessarily violate, violate the fast. One so other fulfill a bracha, even though you you're saying less than kezai. Yeah. So on a on a on a bracha, first bracha, you make it even on a mashu. When you eat something for the sake of eating it, even if you take a sip or a tiny taste something, not for the sake of tasting it, but to get a little, I just take a little bite. So I don't want to get too many calories. You make a bracha even on a mashu. Bracha achrona, something else. Bracha achrona. After the, you have to have more than. You have to have a, have a minimum share. But the minimum share to make a bracha rishona is even a mashu, even the smallest minute amount. Now, I got a couple texts last week that we, that the, one of the topics I discussed, I rushed through, and I, I did rush through it because um, it was, I started it with about three minutes to go. So I just want to discuss it again before we move on and give a little, a little more, show a little more love to it because it's a, a great question. Um, and that was the question of what do we do um, when um, the following question about eating before davening. So... Just to spend just a couple minutes on it, I just want to go over it a, a little bit slower because it's, a, it's an incredible uh, insight. And the Gemara said there, we're not, one is not allowed to take care of his earthly needs, let's say. I'm not talking about going to the bathroom, but his most likely would be financial needs, your, your business, like checking your emails possibly before or, or you know, doing some phone calls before for work-related, before one davens. We said if one davens, puts on tassel fill and goes to shul davens, 
and then goes home, HaKadosh Baruch will take care of all your needs. But if you flip that order, you almost like you made a bama, right? We said if you say Shalom Aleichem to someone, if you go ahead, go out of your way to say hello to someone before davening, you're, you're flipping the order. It's as if you're making a bama, because it's as if you're worshipping a Bodhazara by, by placing someone in, in a higher position, in a hierarchy before Kadosh Baruch So Gemara says, don't go ahead and one should not go ahead and take care of his, um, again, not his bodily needs, but his, uh, his work needs, let's say, before, before he goes to shul. Do you remember we said about six months ago, that does not apply to buying food Arab Shabbos if you think they're going to run out. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Right, yeah. The Mishnah Brewer says that if you like a certain kugel or challah um, for Shabbos and you know it's going to sell out by 8 o'clock, maybe during the week of winter break here, right? When we're visited um, by a lot of people. <laughs> so, and, and the food runs out at, at 7 o'clock. So you're worried that you're not going to get the challah that you like. So you're allowed to do that before you go to davening because that's not considered your needs. It's, it's considered the needs of for the mitzvah to, to enhance your Shabbos. Chetz HaShemayla. So that you would be allowed to do. So you would be allowed to go shopping for Shabbos, let's say, before you daven if you're worried about you're going to miss out on something. Or, so, or yes. You send your wife. <laughs> I yell, Cohen. Okay. So now... Um, with, with, with wokeism today, dude, you're done. You're done. You help me prepare for the show. You have more time on your days. Okay, okay, now, so the Gemara and Brachos we saw also says Los Sosar, Adam, one cannot eat before davening. So this is what I want to discuss with. So the question we brought up very quickly last week, and I didn't really get to exp- explain it well enough, is that is what if a person needs to, in order to daven with a minion, he has to walk a long distance or he has to drive a while. And he knows he's going to be hungry. We gave the sh- example of Shabbos. Shabbos, the minion might not end till 12 o'clock. The minion, the Alan's not here, but the Chabad minion starts at, I don't know, 10.30. Um, if, you know, they get there at 10.30 and they might finish 12, 12.30, 1 o'clock. So if you don't eat beforehand, there's a good chance during Musaf or even earlier, you're going to have hunger pains. It's going to stir your kavana. So is one allowed to go ahead and eat if it's going to be a long minion? Or, so two separate questions. If davening is going to be very long is one question. Or if it takes you a long time and you need energy in order to walk to shul, or it's, you're going to drive to a minion, it's going to be a half-hour drive, you're going to be hungry. So the Bear Hatev says, actually, it's better to stay at home than to eat and go to a minion. That's what he says. With the full kavana. Right. It's better to daven at home, presumably with kavana, of course, than to go ahead and daven and eat in order to daven with a minion. So don't eat. <laughs> don't eat. Don't eat. Um, you're the guy for the 7.45 minutes, early enough. No one should be hungry. <laughs> Especially the way how fast we dive in here. <coughs> so now, so, um, so... But the announcement is making it more... <laughs> that's the problem. Then people are hungry. Imagine how many more people would come if there weren't the announcements. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would not be hungry. <laughs> so now, so if you can... So it's better not to, not to eat and dive in a minion, better to dive at home with Kavana. That's answer number one. The Shulchan Aruch also says, Hatsamei varav, someone who is hungry or thirsty, Harihem Bechlal Acholim, they are considered people who are in the category of those who are ill. Im if one can have kavana, he's starting to have a little bit of hunger, he's not starving, he can still daven, better to daven if you don't need to eat and try to have kavana. But he says, Vimlav, Imratza, Aispal But he says, if he cannot, if he's worried that he won't be able to have the proper kavana, Better to eat. So we see two halachos here. Better to daven with kavana and eat, but it's better to daven at home than to eat and go to shul. Right? Those are the two opinions we've said so far. 
So Rav Arya Tzvi Farmer, who was the Rosh Hashiva of Lubin after Rav Meir Shapira, Rav Meir Shapira, we all know, started the Dafyomi. Rav Meir Shapira, Rav Arya Tzvi Farmer was known as the Kajiklov Rav from Kajiklov. He wrote the Sefer Eretz Tzvi, Hashem Yikom Domov. He was in the Warsaw Ghetto. And in 1943, the uh, Nazis uh, killed him. So Zechus Yogan Elenu, he says, he was asked the following question. He says, I don't understand. There's a Gemara that says in Tainus, that says, Davches, that says, it, one has to really dive in and have kavan in order for Hashem to answer his tefillos. So they bring a couple examples. We have plenty of examples where the people didn't have kavana, and they were still answered. Gosh Baruch Hu still answered the tefillos. So the Gemara gives a, an answer. It says as follows. The answer is, it says, Lokasha kan biyachil kan bitzibor. It said, don't ask. Those cases where the people lacked kavan and sincerity and were still answered, is because they were davening with a minion. When we say you, in order to daven, in order for your tefillahs to be answered, you have to have kavana. that's if you're davening at home, b'yechidus privately. But the fact, when you're davening a shul, and you have all the zchuyos of all the people around you davening in a minion, that alone will elevate your tefillahs, even if you don't have the proper kavanas individually, the, the tefillahs will be elevated to HaKadosh Baruch and they'll listen. So again, the Gemara there says, if you're davening at home with kavana, it's almost tantamount, it's basically comparable to davening in shul with a minion without kavana. Okay? So, good? So they ask the follows. I don't understand. If the Gemara seems to equate davening at home with kavana to davening in shul, albeit without kavana, what's the difference as far as eating? The Gemara just said now that we can go ahead and should, can one daven, can one eat if they're going to um, go daven min, it's going to be a long walk. The bear Hetev said no. Shulchan Aruch said, if you're going to daven at home and you need kavan, you're going to be hungry, eat. So those are the two halachos. The Gemara seems to equate those two. The Gemara seems to say, davening at home with kavana, you'll, you'll be answered, just like you'll be answered if you daven in shul without kavana. So davening at home with kavana equals davening in shul without kavana. So, the, so why can you eat at home in order to have kavana? There's no third option. There's no third option. <laughs> there's, I mean, Get two Jews in the room, you have three <laughs> options. So the problem is now, so if you're allowed, so why is the difference? Why are you allowed to eat to daven at home to have kavana, but you can't eat in order to go to Minyan? Everyone understand the question? So he says an unbelievable insight. And for this, we have to, you have to read it inside. And it's unbelievable. He says, there's, there's a difference. He says, davening in shul, that Gemara in was talking about davening at home and with kavana to have your answers, tefillahs answered, versus davening in shul with a minion to have your tefillahs answered, is talking about a segula. What can we do to increase the likelihood, to increase the chances that our tefillahs will reach Shemayim and be answered? That's a segula. He's giving you a winning formula. He's giving you the lottery numbers. That doesn't mean that that's different than what the essence of tefillah is. And this is what he says. He says, mikomakom, he says, Yesh The Iker Mitzvah of Tefillah is davening. What, what, what's the source of davening, by the way? The first davening. It's a Vodasha Belev. You're right, by the way. That, in other words, we do that today in place of that, correct? Right, in the place of Karbanos. But the actual Minatora source is Avoda, Vavanatem, and that is. What is It's in our hearts. Davening without having kavana is not davening. What, what are you, you're saying meaningless words, like you're reading a novel. So to say that you can go, so davening in shul, the minion is a mila. 
not eating before davening is also ma'ilah. Who says davening in shul with a minion is more important than davening at home? One's a ma'ilah, the other one's a ma'ilah. So you can't eat in order to daven in shul, but you can eat to daven to have kavana at home. If you're starving and hungry and it's going to ruin your kavana, then of course you can daven, because davening without kavana is not davening. <clears throat> davening at home versus davening in shul, that's just to help us in order to make sure that our tefillahs are answered. That's not inherent to the tefillah itself. He says you want the winning lottery numbers, how to, to best optimize or position yourself to have your tefillahs answered? Davin in shul or davin at home with kavana, but davin in shul without kavana is not your davin. It's not an act of davening. So for that, we're not going to say you can go ahead and eat just to travel to shul, but to eat at home in order to daven with kavana without kavana, it's not a davening. So that's what he says. The difference is one is for a segul and one is the ikar davening. He says if one has to daven in order for him to have kavana, even davening at home, of course you should eat. If that's going to enhance your davening, eat. Eat so that you can have the proper kavana. Two words. Essence of tefillah is actually having kavana. But davening with a tzibor says is different. After the Indian yeshla maila bekavana, even though there's obviously an elevated status to your davening when you daven with kavana, the Indian the whole reason why you can daven with a minion is so that your tefillah will be accepted. It's a greater likelihood tefillah will be accepted. So allowing one to go ahead and eat before davening, that's something else. That's in order if you daven correctly. It's not a shame tefillah if you don't have kavana. And if you need to eat in order to have kavana, then eat. He says better if you don't need to eat, but if you need to eat in order to have kavana, eat. But in, to eat in order to drive to shul, he says, davening shul is a mila. Not eating from the pasuk lo sochal damchem. Don't eat before you daven is also mila. Who says one mila is greater than the next mila? So for that, he explains the berhetev that one should not go ahead and drive to shul. One should not eat in order just to daven with a minion. Okay. Right. So that wasn't the question, though. Again, if you needed to have kavana, then you sh- doesn't matter where you're davening. Then you should then you should drive. If it's just a question of, it's such a long drive, uh, or I need energy to walk to shul, because it's a half hour walk. I'm walking from the Grove to BRS, right? None of us walk there. They all walk here, right? So um, if they say just to daven in BRS, am I I allowed to eat if I have to walk half hour? No, they'll say daven in your local minion and don't eat, right? It's not, if it's davkavana, of course. There's no difference if it's in your house or in shul. So if, if you're going to go to the 10.30 minion and it won't be done until 12.30, then make, say Berch Satara, say Berch Sashachar, and take a small bite. Because that's davening with Kavana. Right? That's not davening here versus walking to another shul a half hour away. You say that uh, in shul, if I walked in eight to go to shul, I got to shul, and I didn't have Kavana, but I was in a minion, my prayers are still going to be answered. That's what the Gemara says, correct. But again, but not necessarily on your own um, volition on your own merit, but on, on the merit of your neighbors. <laughs> this would cover like water and coffee. Things water and coffee you can drink t- even now. Nah, water and coffee. Water, sugar, so, so sugar and milk or something else. No, 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 no but, sugar. No, no, but <laughs> today, today the mice that we do, but they say things that we can, I think we discussed it, we can discuss it again. There are certain things, uh, some people say only black coffee. The Minagolam is to, to drink coffee today and uh, 
That's hot chocolate. I don't drink coffee. Hot chocolate is a separate issue. But, uh, but yeah, so you can drink basic stuff just to, uh, to wake you up. Okay. That, oh, so thank you for reminding me. So the Tzemach Tzedek, who was one of the, uh, the Babacher Rebbe's earlier, the Babacher Rebbe's, his daughter once came over to him and said, I want to uh, daven earlies. I want to daven quickly so I can get to breakfast. He said, you have it all wrong. You should want to eat so that you can daven. Meaning, we eat so that we have the strength to daven. Do we live to eat or do we eat to live? So the Tzemach Tzedek put it in, pers- in perspective. So she said, I want to daven quickly so I can go eat breakfast. He says, no, you should want to eat so you can daven. It depends what our focus is. We should have the proper covenants when we daven. We'll pick up tomorrow. Have an amazing day. We'll start with the Gemara tomorrow.